sports fans rejoice. You're listening to my team, my voice with MTMV Sports. The man, you already know what it is. It's smoke o'clock. This is yes. what we do. Yes, it is. And now the time fight fans all across the globe have been waiting for. It's the MTMV main card with your man, The Voice. In the opposite corner, my mano e mano, my verbal sparring partner. Uh, the man who's, who uh, brutalizes children on Call of Duty. Don't let your kids play Call of Duty with them. None if, other than Wilders Ruffin. See, if you're going to slander me, sir, it needs to be the right slander because I brutalized children on NBA 2K and Madden on video games because we need to put that out there because you know people, how people break clips up and then once we blow up, you wait, and then all of a sudden these old clips come out. Voice, it's Tuesday. Mm-hmm. It's smoke o'clock. Are you it's ready? Smoke. Yes, sir. You know, you know I, I've been ready. For the past hour, you know, we were talking offline and, you know, somebody, you know, decided to try to send some smoke signals and and it was home. Oh, yeah. Our, our producer today is, is is a little aggressive, so it's perfect. But let's go ahead and, uh, and get into it because we got some great things to talk about. Let's go ahead and get into KOs and low blows. That's what's up. Let's get it. All right, boys. So this past weekend, one of my favorite fighters of all time got back in the ring again. Game Floyd Mayweather. Four. Yeah, no, no, not Floyd Mayweather. Roy Jones Jr., the owner of one of the greatest songs ever that we're actually yes. going to talk about later on. Y'all must have forgot. Y'all must have forgot. Really, I think Roy Jones Jr. forgot because Game Bread, Game Bread Boxing 4 in the main event, he took a loss to Anthony Pettis. Boys, give us your thoughts on that, and uh, and also what can we look forward to uh, in the future from Game Bread Boxing? I think as far as the participants in game bread boxing, or I should say on the main card, that things really couldn't have turned out much better. Um, you know, Vito Belfort, he got a win. Uh, it was over Jacare, who's washed. He got hair again. I need to know what he's doing because, like, I want hair. But uh, anyway, he he beat a wash of Jacare. Uh, it was a split between Aldo and Stevens uh, it was like a majority draw and um, that was good because Aldo looked good especially for his age and got kind of talking about fighting again and all that stuff so you know there's some things that are shaking out but the greatest shakeout like you said was my man Roy Jones Jr. yeah that that's that is my uh, that that's my dude when it comes to, to boxing mm-hmm. He lost. And the thing that was really crazy about, you know, just uh, checking with some of our our colleagues in the game, you know, they were talking about something. There's no way Roy's going to lose. Roy better not lose to to Pettis. Pettis has no business being in there with him. And then he loses to him. So uh, for Roy, it actually doesn't help his situation because... Mm -hmm. We really wanted to see, or I should say, those of us who know Roy Jones Jr. and those of us who know MMA have always wanted to see 
him face off with the uh, soon to be Hall of Famer Anderson Silva. I don't know how many how too many how many people are gonna want to see that now. I know I don't. You know, losing to, to Tyson, okay. Losing to uh Anthony Pettis, who is known for his kicks, not known for boxing. He's known for his jujitsu. He ain't known for throwing his hands. Uh the, the biggest hand deal that he had was a, a a Superman punch knockout, and you're on throwing Superman punches in boxing, so you know, it doesn't look too good for Roy, but it does look good for Showtime because now that he's beat Roy, you know, that, that puts him in the mix in that whole influencer realm, you know, fighting folks. He can fight KSI. He can fight Logan. He might even be able to fight Jake now. Who knows? But it uh, it definitely gets his his feet wet in that side of things. I don't want to be that guy, but I have to be that guy. Be it. When you grow up and you see your favorite legends do amazing things, Michael Jordan, Roy Jones Jr., I mean, whoever, at some point, you want to see them go off into the sunset so that we don't have to look back on these type of bouts or these type of situations and say, hey, you're, you're here too long. I understand competition and the desire, but like even even right now, Floyd Mayweather, which Floyd is probably doing it smarter than anybody else, if we're being honest. But at some point, it's got to be listen. Hang him up. Can, can, can I interject? He did hang him up. He been and hung him up. He he rolled off into the sunset, and he just rolled back into town and rolled off into the sunset and roll back into town again but it and i'm not sure i think this is an exhibition if it wasn't an exhibition if it was a pro bout i mean you know it, it kind of is what it is roy's he's a hall of famer like already been inducted in the hall of fame right. his his career and his legacy is set this is just some 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 money grabs okay but even still we don't we don't want to see that like roy go be in the booth you you can give us a lot of knowledge. I don't want to see my favorite box. I can't listen to y'all must have forgot if I know he getting decision losses to Anthony Pettis. Okay? I can't do nothing with that. The man 85 years old. Well, okay, go sit down. It's done. Well, I mean, if, if you if you can step in the ring at 85, you know, get you get a bag, you know, get it while the getting's good. Because no. when he gets to be 87, 90, that's gonna be a different story. He, he needs he needs to go to sleep. Now let's let's move on because you mentioned Superman punches. You mentioned KSI. You even mentioned Logan Paul. Voice. The main card is about combat sports. Well, no, it's about fight sports. It's about combat sports, sir. I made the show. It's about fight sports, sir. We promote combat sports. You promote promote combat combat sports, sports, sir. Now, Endeavor, home of the largest company of combat sports, so to speak, UFC recently agreed to merge with the greatest entertainment entity in the world of sports world wrestling entertainment now this deal came about monday uh endeavor is actually going to own 51 percent stake in the new combat sports and entertainment company while wwe shareholders will own 49 now i'm not gonna lie to you i have my feelings about this i want to get your feelings first uh what do you think about this merger and how do you think it's going to affect both companies moving forward 
I actually want to defer to you on this. Being the WWE expert, I'll share my little piece, which is I don't see much changing mm-hmm. outside of maybe uh, not not that wrestling isn't already ruthless when it comes to contracts, right. but seeing maybe a bit more ruthlessness with that because the UFC has definitely uh, taken their ruthlessness up to another level. Uh, the only issue I see with that is wrestling, you have to have stars. In MMA, you want to have stars, right. but it's not as star-driven as wrestling is. So cutting down your 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 people the way that um, um, the UFC does, I don't see that that being uh that beneficial at least not in the long run for uh the wwe leg of this jointly traded company so as a fan and as someone who watched uh wrestlemania and uh nxt standard deliver this weekend um most people don't know i I interned with them i love professional wrestling i'm not a big fan of it only because i'm thinking of at He's probably thinking of it from an athlete's Power? perspective. I'm sorry. You, you, you cut off. You said at and you froze, uh, but now you're back. Okay. This basically puts Vince McMahon back in power. Mm. Um, this is something wrestling fans are really not too excited about. You see a lot of it on Twitter. And you actually saw it last night in the uh, WWE Raw um, day after WrestleMania show, which a lot of people weren't happy about. It's probably one of the worst that they've had in years. Uh, this essentially gives Vince McMahon the power back that was taken uh, taken away from him over the last eight months where Yeah, Vince McMahon uh, after his I, I know what he was speaking of though I, uh, I, I don't engage in pro wrestling I do know what's going on and because of some uh sexual uh misconduct on vince's end um yeah he he had stepped down from the company and a lot of people were happy about that the creative direction uh was getting better uh uh, you saw talent coming back like cody rose and he was talking about uh the raw after which is where uh they really did cody in and uh some people said that was vince's uh get back uh, at Cody for going over to AEW and and, and the different things. Did, did, did I represent you well, sir? You did. You did. You represented me well. I, my apologies. It's, it's it's stormy here, but I'm trying to give you all the best show possible. Um, so I'm 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 actually looking forward to see how this plays out and also how the uh the pay per view model plays out if they decide to go to the ESPN Plus uh model, which could be detrimental um for the fans. But we'll we'll see what happens. So that'll that'll definitely be something interesting but it's definitely great overall for the companies uh that's 21 billion dollars uh in one entity so uh definitely looking forward to seeing how that plays out now when we come back we got some great things to talk about ben rodriguez is in action shakur stevens is in action and ufc 287 i know you guys are looking forward to that we're going to take a quick break with a, a with uh, favorite brands, Ozell and uh, Voices uh, Glow. <laughs> and when we come back, we'll get started.
it's not just about the love of the game. It's about dedication and commitment through the process and the patience to endure. There's joy in reaching your goals and peace in knowing you've done all you're supposed to do. Ozell Brand. It's not just a brand. It's a lifestyle. I know you saw that Ozell commercial. Right, did, did it get you excited? Yeah. No, you not Ozell as excited as uh as having this producer that's that's producing uh uh out, out of his mind right now. That that's what's got me excited. Don't don't gas up the producer because we we gonna we're gonna hear about it and then we're probably gonna see comments in the show of asking Logan Paul to be in all the main events. <laughs> oh, <Lord>. oh man, <laughs> we got some uh some great things to get into now. Saturday boys. In the main event at the Boeing Center at Techport in San Antonio, uh, Bam Rodriguez is going to be fighting for the vacant WBO highway title against Christian Gonzalez. And he's going to be doing it in front of his hometown fans. And what a lot of boxing uh, media has stated, they feel like it will be a nerve-wracking moment. Now, for the undefeated contender, Bam is 17-0. This is just another walk in the park. Um, he recently stated, fights in San Antonio are just different for me. The last one against Rung, uh, Rungvisai ooh, in San Antonio was 11 exciting. So to get another opportunity to fight for another world title there in front of my fans is amazing. San Antonio means everything to me. It's where I was born and raised. My family and my people are there. And whenever I step into the ring, they're with me. Now, he stated that, you know, he's he's excited and he's going to be doing for a city. Now, Rodriguez is no stranger to a big moment. Uh, he had a big 2022. Saw him win three impressive fights at Superflyweight, including uh, the eight-round win uh, in San Antonio. Now, for Gonzalez, this is going to be his first fight in the U.S. And with a record of 15-1, and one, he literally has the biggest task of going into the hometown of the champion and stopping the champion from becoming a double champion. Voice, what are your thoughts on Bam Rodriguez's slow climb to uh, to the, the fight everyone's talking about? And what are we what should we be expecting from this bout? Well, I'm not sure about slow climb because like he was world champion within like about twelve or so fights, and that's uh, that's a pretty quick build. Um, as far as how things have been handled i think they've been handled uh fairly well he comes from a he being bam rodriguez comes from a boxing family uh, his brother uh, uh franco is uh, a champion he even talked about uh, the fact that he felt like franco uh was robbed he said that you know he he has a chance of becoming uh bam becoming the 
first unified champion from San Antonio, but he thinks that his brother should have been uh, the one that got it. He uh, had a majority decision in his, uh, not majority decision, a split decision in his last fight. And, you know, just feels like, hey, um, that should have been my brother. So, you know, we'll, we'll see. But again, his, his father has brought both of them along very well. And um, really what to expect, it's kind of hard to say. Because as you stated, uh, Christian Gonzalez has only fought in Mexico. And generally, when you have someone that's only fighting in their home country, that, that kind of says something about them. Now, granted, outside of the U.S. and the U.K., only fighting in Mexico is probably the best place that you can fight your fights. You know, it's not like only fighting in uh, uh, Ghana or only fighting in Finland. You know, you, you, you are in there or I should say you're in a country that bleeds boxing literally so um you know and, and he's got a, a decent you know ko record as well so you know we'll, we'll see but it, it, we don't know what to really expect out of gonzalez but we know that bam brings it uh you know he dropped down back down to 112 so he could free things up for his brother joshua franco at 115 so yeah I, i'm looking forward to it. i'm looking forward to seeing uh, Bam, like you said, get on his uh, home stage and do what he does. Yes, yeah, that's going to be a great fight. Uh, Bam has the opportunity 18 fights into his career to become a double champion. The WBO flyweight uh, title is on the line. Now, of note, we got to think about this. Bam is literally on the tear. Of his last 10 fights, he's won heaven by KO. So, it's official and it, this is going to be a great homecoming for him. Now, moving from Bam to uh, another brave fighter who actually doesn't feel like he's getting the respect that he deserves. Now, Shakur Stevens is stepping into the ring Saturday. He stated he's not just looking to win, but respect he feel he has earned that has been forgotten. Now, the 25-year-old WBC and WBO featherweight champion, uh, uh, former champion, will fight in his first lightweight bout against the undefeated Sasichiro Yoshino at the Prudential Center in Stevenson's hometown of Newark. Now, Stevenson literally stated during his presser that he feels like he's not getting the respect that he should uh, of his peers. He said he feels like it's a restart. It's weird because when you're a champion, they respect you at a whole different level. When I was a champion down there, I was on pound for pound list and all this stuff. Lately, you don't hear nobody say pound for pound when it comes to my name just because I don't have the belts anymore and I'm up to the division. It made me really think of Roy Jones when he made that song, Y'all Must Have Forgot. I think that they <laughs> forgot because that seems to be what's happening. They forget who you are and what you've done. It doesn't mean nothing much more once you move up. He said, I think the fans forget and the boxing world forgets time to wake them back up. Now, of, it, it would be interesting to of note to remember Stevenson was stripped of his WBC and WBA super featherweight belts ahead of his first unified title defense in September because he was having trouble making weight. Now he stated recently that he was planning to move up no matter what after you at the unification, but he feels 135 is the right and ideal division. Uh, for him, he said he, it feels natural, and he's anticipating continuing throw uh, that. Now, the one thing that I'm excited about about this, and I want to get your thoughts on this, 
Anderson in the division is even stronger. He's hoping that with the win, he gets to fight the winner of Haney and Lomachenko. Voice, I got to get your thoughts on Shakur Stevens feeling, what do you think about him feeling disrespected? And with him being added to an already stacked division, where does he rank in all this now? Okay. Uh, as far as him feeling disrespected, I understand what he's saying regarding that. It's like, hey, you know, when I was at 130, you know, coming up in, or I should say when I was, you know, at featherweight, coming up to 130, y'all was still talking about me, you know. But then again, he was still a a, a hot commodity and a, a, a unproven product that people wanted to see what he would do. And then, you know, during the bubble time, he moved up to 130, you know, and, and got a championship there. You know, so he, he's feeling disrespected because he feels as if people are not talking about him. Well, as you stated so well, he did lose his belt on the scale last time. Now, granted, Tank did the same thing, but people, you know, were still talking about him. Not now, has anyone ever talked about Tank as a pound for pound great? No, because he hasn't fought anybody to be listed at a, as a pound for pound great. But still, there was some talk about him. Uh, you know, so I, I feel him on uh, that end, and I really kind of like this from him because he doesn't have a belt this time. You know, he he should be favored, but he is creating uh, uh, his own buzz. It's like <laughs> like when Jordan made up whatever about somebody doing something that never happened, uh, so that he could be fired up to to go out and uh, go off on that squad. I feel like that's what we we're seeing here. Uh, with Shakur now where does that rank him amongst everyone uh he's really in a good spot he said back uh in 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 uh early on when the fight was made about a month or so ago he was like I'm coming to take over 135 and he even said that after his last fight he was like I'm coming to take over 135 that puts him in a really really good spot you say that uh, he should be up for the winner of uh, uh Haney and Lomachenko I don't know about that. I don't know about that. And the only reason I don't know about that is because I don't know if, if Haney wins, I don't know that he sticks around at 135. Mm. I really want to see what he looks like because last time I saw this man on the scale, I was like, oh no, he is not going to be 135 for, for long because he was, he literally looked like Skeletor. Uh, if Loma wins, yeah, I could see him facing Loma and he should because this is a WBC lightweight title eliminator whoever wins between haney and loma will be the unified champion so he would be the mandatory for them and outside of tank who plays in his own sandbox for the most part i gotta give him credit though with the ryan garcia fight he, he's trying to do some different things but outside of tank nobody else is there teofimo already moved up uh um uh Garcia, uh, uh, who he, he'll be fighting, who Tank will be fighting, uh, Ryan, he's already fought at 140 and, and is cutting down like 138 for his fight against Tank or so. So you already have a number of people that are already moving out. He is primed to take over if he can get past uh, Yoshihino. But, you know, even though he's only fought in Japan, he is a regional champ. He's undefeated. He's got a 75% KO rate. And that includes... Uh, taking on Nakatani and knocking Nakatani out 
And uh, anyone who knows anything about him, he gave both Teofimo Lopez and Lomachenko some really, really good work in his title fights against them. Um, this is the biggest spot that he's ever been in. Now, granted, he's fought like twice at Saitama Super Arena in Japan, which is the equivalent of Madison Square Garden here in the States. But yeah, he, he's never been outside of Japan and never, ever been in a situation like this. Definitely, definitely. Now it's it's good to, good to know. Uh, you just recently stated uh, Yoshino's record. Both of these fighters are coming into the bout undefeated. Uh, with Yoshino having won twelve of his sixteen bouts by KO, uh, so that'll definitely be great to see. Now moving on to UFC two eighty seven, we are starting out special. The voices marquee matchup this week. The voices marquee matchup features an MMA legend who literally stated with a loss. This may be his final bout. Voice, give us your reasons as to why this welterweight bout is uh, your voice's marquee matchup for the week. Well, it's my marquee matchup because on this card, and on the main card specifically, you don't have another fight that has the kind of implications that this does. Even though this is the co-main event, it's probably getting more publicity than than really even the, the headlining fight. Although... Uh, you know, you got a lot of, of Brazilians out there who are behind Paltan. You got a whole, whole city behind Jorge Masvidal, and they're fighting in the 305. Um, you know, he, and he's right. If he loses this one, he needs to use his skills and, and, and uh, put his energies into his other business endeavors. We kicked off talking about game bread boxing for that's his thing and he wasn't there he was training which i thought you know sh showed a lot showed that you know he still really wants this and he's going to have to want this because he's on a three fight losing streak and if he loses mm -hmm. to burns he's got nothing uh coming um he, you know he's the really the difference in this fight is going to be is he going to come in and give it his all the same way that he did after his uh baptism or is he going to slink back into the, oh, I just want to make sure I, I get out of the fight okay and not really being aggressive kind of fighter? He's got to come with everything in order to keep the dream alive. Now, for Burns, we talked about Shakur feeling disrespected. He should feel disrespected. Yeah, he's three and five over his last five fights. But his loss was to the champion at the time. Uh, um, what's his name? Boy, I, I, that just slipped my mind. Lord Jesus, uh, Kamaru Usman, the Nigerian nightmare. That's right, Nigel stand up anyway. Lost to him, and he lost to Hamza in a very close fight. So, yeah, he's lost, but that, that's nothing to sneeze at. And now, with a new champion at the top with a win, he really should be uh, in title contention. Like, it shouldn't be Kobe. It should really be Gil because Gil's been out in these streets fighting. I mean, well, Kobe been fighting in the streets too. That's the only place he's been fighting, and he's been taking L's. Uh, <laughs> Gilbert has been uh, out in these MMA streets fighting, and you know, and and taking on the best challengers. And like I say, he should feel disrespected because although Jorge is a native of Miami, Gilbert has lived there for well over a decade, and he's hoping that. You know he'll he'll get some of that Highlander uh, uh, shine off of this. If I beat him, then you know some of his celebrity 
uh, may rub off on me and hopefully you know he'll get a title shot but yeah uh for jorge uh the title that he's shooting for is fighter <laughs> is professional fighter uh if he doesn't win this then he should not be fighting professionally anymore yeah the two are definitely uh look like they're going in uh opposite direction uh recently at uh ufc 283 uh submission on uh, neil neil magna i believe um mm -hmm. meanwhile uh george has, has taken back-to-back -back losses to usman and then lost to colby covington his last win was against Nate Diaz in 2019. So, I mean, yep. at 38 years old, it, you know, it may be time for him to hang it up. Whether he does or not, is he's had an amazing career. Now, moving from the co-main event to the main event, the meat and potatoes of it all, boys. This, ah, the anticipation of this is great. Now, in rivalry that we had more one-sided than many expected. Izzy Adesanya is looking to rebound and regain his middleweight championship when he meets the man who has literally given him the most blemishes in his career, the current middleweight champion, Alex Pereira. Now, the two will meet in the main event, and it's, of course, going to be taking place in Miami, as you said. The company is returning the first time since 2000, uh, 2003. Interesting, Chad Reveal. He may have never come to UFC had been 2020 comments made by the last style bender. Now, the comments that Israel stated was he watches all my fights and every time I fight like clockwork, he will try and put something out like I beat this guy, but I've never ever watched any of his fights ever, ever. So at the end of the day, no one knows who he is and he's going to be that guy when I'm world champion, when I'm a legend. He's going to be in some pub talking about it. I beat that guy one time. I can't say the rest of what he said, but Alex said this inspired him to join UFC to further the rivalry. At a sign, meanwhile, is coming in as the favorite, oddly enough, even after the losses that he's taken. But he said that he's looking to dominate, which is something we've definitely heard from him before. And more times than not, he done what he said he was going to do. He recently told TMZ Sports, I don't get paid by the round. I just plan I just plan on dominating, and when I'm dominating, the finish comes out. I'm not putting emphasis on the finish itself, but I plan on dominating from the start to finish and staying dangerous every second of this fight. Now, voice, I just want to put this out there. Pereira has not taken a loss since his middleweight debut in 2015, when in six of his seven fights by a knockout with back-to-back -back wins over both Israel and Sean Strickland. I want to get your thoughts on Alex's reason for joining uh, UFC, and what are your thoughts on Israel's stance that he's planning to dominate this fight? What, what, are, we, what, are, what are we planning to see on Saturday Night Voice? Well, as far as uh, Pereira saying that Izzy motivated him to come into MMA, good on Izzy and good on him for being motivated uh, to come in and, and do something else. It has changed his life. Yeah, he was a kickboxing champion before, but kickboxers, at least not uh, in, in the realms that he was fighting in. I mean, they make money, but they don't make money like you make in the UFC. So, you know, he, he ought to be thanking Izzy for uh, egging him on and, and saying those things. 
um as far as the um as far as Izzy saying, you know, he's coming in to, to dominate and things of that nature, he should be coming in to dominate. He should be coming in not to go all of the rounds because he's been fighting uh, very skillfully, uh, very technically and very safely for a while. And, you know, in, in this fight, he has nothing to lose. You already lost a belt. You know, and if you lose again, it just means that you're gonna have to wait for someone else to to fight at that uh, weight class or to to get the belt at that weight class to try to win again. Yeah, you you have nothing to lose but really your your stance and things. So give it everything, put it all on the line. You know, let let it all hang out. We saw what happened uh, at the end of round two. You know, where he almost had him and then did not try to capitalize on that. The question I have, though, for Izzy is, has he had enough time to make the changes needed in order to win? You know, Alex said, you know, I'm always working. I'm always, you know, uh, refining my game, you know, and and I want to defend my title. That could be something that was lost in translation. But to say I want to defend versus, you know, yeah, I'm looking to go in there and I'm, you know, and, and defend my title where Izzy is hungry he's like I want it back and he seems to be doing the things that he needs to but again hasn't been enough time I'm reminded of uh when Corey Anderson fought last and I feel like he fought Yarosov uh Amosov if it wasn't Amosov I I forget who the uh light heavyweight champion is I think it is Amosov no no Vadim Nemkov Vadim Nemkov I get my Russians mixed up uh (laughs) um when he fought him the first time, Corey Anderson was whooping Nimkov and would have won had he not been honest and said, oh, yeah, I headbutted him versus that cut being uh, caused by a blow. I didn't think Nimkov had enough time, but he totally changed his game, came back and dominated Corey in the spot where he's normally dominant. So can it be done? Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, Nimkov had a change in camp, though. Izzy has not, though Izzy has a phenomenal camp behind him. Will he be willing to listen and do the things that he needs to do to be successful? That's what we'll see. Otherwise, uh, um, <laughs> yeah, I was salty. You said uh, uh, overwhelming. I was like, man, he, yeah, he kept winning up until he lost. So you're right. Uh, overwhelmingly, uh, uh Tan has popped him, and we'll see if that continues. Yeah, it's definitely going to be exciting. I'm interested to see what happens if Izzy takes another loss here. I know if, if Izzy wins, of course, we're going to get another rematch. But if he takes a loss, that could be devastating almost. And, and you, you almost wonder exactly what happens and where does he go from there. Uh, but it's going to be an exciting, exciting weekend of combat sports. UFC 287. Make sure to uh, tune in Saturday uh, and also make sure you follow the voice on Twitter. As you all know, voice gives you those hot takes as they happen. You get the scorecards from voice. You get everything that you want to hear and that you don't want to hear. <laughs> you get from the voice uh, on Twitter during those during those bouts. Uh, you all, and then I just want to say again, MTMV Sports. This is literally what we do. We are the fans. We're the individuals just like you. We. Uh, wake up every week. We talk about this in our group chats. We do the research. We come in excited. 
Uh, we do this not only for you, but we do this because we enjoy it. Uh, yes. There's a number of different shows that you can uh, see on our network. Not the same podcast. Uh, MVP University. I'm going to miss somebody. 494. Fever uh Miss Marvel has an amazing show uh, with, with uh, Scrambling yep. also. There's a number of different shows that you can watch. Look at our producer producing, helping you out. Make sure that you like, share, and subscribe. And also, you can listen to us on Spotify, Apple, anywhere where you listen to your favorite podcast. So you can, we can go with you in the car. You can hear the, the, the voices marquee matchup uh, wherever you're going. Hey, What's so going on, C? Um, and also, make sure you visit the website, MTMVPN. Get some merch. Voice has a shirt. Come on now. Don't you want you want, you want one of the Voices shirts? Get you one of you Voices shirts. It. Get you... Uh, a MTMV shirt, and then go to Ozell and get you a pair of Ozells to match them, Joe, so you can walk around like voice with the with the uh, with the <laughs> with the Bruce voice Leroy glow. Um, voice, give us your final words and take us out, sir. Oh man, final uh, words uh, in in the words of uh, Roy Jones' uh, um, opponent. Uh, <laughs> uh, you know, any, any final words? You know, no no excuses tonight. Uh, PFL has a set their second show. Uh, on Friday, uh, it features the women's light heavyweights and the heavyweights, uh, Larissa Pacheco versus Julia Budd headlines. That should be a really good bout. Uh, Tension Nasakawa is making his pro boxing debut. You you all know Tension, the guy that uh, Floyd just destroyed. That was like so wrong. Uh, Sebastian Fundor defends his interim title because uh, the Charlos won't fight him. Uh, in PBC against Brian Mendoza. And, uh, you know, just some news that came out just yesterday. Uh, the WBA ordered Usyk to face Danny Dubois. Uh, so I, I'm looking forward to seeing uh, how that goes and, and when that comes about. But, ooh, yeah, I'm, I'm excited about that one. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Family, thank you for tuning in with us. Uh, thank you for being here every week. You already know, Tuesday, 7.15 Eastern Standard Time. It's Smoke O'Clock. Come join us on the main card. The Voice. Keep it locked right here. You are listening to MTMB Sports.